1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance and the USA Wealth Group alongside Phil Paleologos. Get your finances in order. Money-wise starts now. And it is such a pleasure to be alongside Ray Lance, who gives us so much great information and teaches us, actually, how to do the very best thing for our family, and that is to protect all of that money that we worked so hard to get. Ray Lance, good morning. USA Wealth Group, good morning to it as well. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to Money Wise. It's brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. We like to think that we are your financial and retirement guide. And thank you very much for making us a part of your morning. Our mission is very simple at USA Wealth Group. We want to protect your family and we want to protect your money. And I will say that of all the financial things that we've done for people, certainly in the last 15 years, the products that we put them into, nobody has lost a dollar. Wow because they're in principle protected investments where you can't lose your principal. It's yes. that simple. And yet still get respectable returns. But give us a call anytime at 508-998-8858 and we'd be more than happy to schedule time to meet with you and help you do a budget. We'd like to know what's your income and your expenses. Are you concerned about running out of money in retirement? Are you concerned about having enough money to retire in the first place? We can help you with all of that. We can show you how to have a better retirement. So we welcome your inquiries. Give us a call. We don't give telephone advice because we don't know who we're talking to on the telephone, but we're happy to meet you at any time at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. And this morning, our very special guest, I always have to say that she's special, of course. She is. Is my uh, my favorite wife Your um, my my only wife actually wait a minute this is attorney tenny lance good morning tenny good morning to you and to phil good it's morning. so nice to see you both my favorite too <laughs> and ten, tenny is this really nice person who everybody loves and she gives great legal services in the area of uh, helping people have their estates properly planned we like to think that it's the best estate planning services that you can get. Tenny, you belong to a national organization. What's it called? We do. We've belonged to this organization for 23 or so years now. In fact, we were founding members of the American Academy of Estate Planning Attorneys. And that's really a terrific organization that uh, gives us templates and database and education and information it's just been a great basis for us for low these many years now that organization the american academy of estate planning attorneys also has attorneys in virtually every state across the country right yes and so if we have as we often do people who uh, own property or have resources up in florida uh, as well as here in Massachusetts, we can contact an attorney that we know down there in the American Academy. And when the people are down there, they can help be helped down there or they, we can get their real estate into their trust down there or whatever we need to do. So I'm curious if it's people who have property up in Florida, does that mean they might also have property down in New Hampshire? <laughs> Uh, could well be. Stop making fun of me. No, I just wanted to show you that I listen to everything that you say very you carefully. can't get there from here. <laughs> right. 
Well, the important thing is there, there is a good network of lawyers around the country that you uh, work with, you're affiliated with, and that means that if somebody does have issues in another state or family members in another state who need help, you can refer them to somebody down there. Yes, but we also belong to another organization that I find to be critical in our office as well, and that is the National Academy of Elder Law Attorneys, the Massachusetts chapter, which is a very active chap uh, chapter, and it really is an advocacy group and an education group for elderly populations. We have uh, just terrific resources that we can draw on from both of those organizations. And uh, Tenny also has a very interesting background in historic preservation. She's been board president of Whale, the Waterfront Historic yes. Area League. She was the city of New Bedford's first historic preservation coordinator. Was that the title? Director. Director. Mm. Uh, set up the historic program in New Bedford, which has been responsible for saving lots and lots of property and getting grant money for the city uh, putting cobblestones back into the downtown historic district and the gas lights and so many, many other things. You also got the city a grant for, what, eight or $900,000 at one point for Purchase Street? Was it Purchase Street? Yes, when that was a pedestrian way, we, we did that. But we got about $10 million to redo the streets and sidewalks and gas lamps and so forth in the district. Of course, they're not gas because... There was a natural gas shortage when we put them in, so ah, okay. they are filament kinds of, of lights that look like gas but aren't really. Okay. And you also wrote a grant application that assisted the Dartmouth Senior Center on Dartmouth Street in Dartmouth, right? Yes. Yes, I've done lots of grant applications, for sure. And very successfully, I would yes. just add. So anyway, Tenny, we're pleased always to have you on the radio show with us. And she does things that I think are pretty amazing. She helps people protect their assets if there's concerns about qualifying for Medicaid assistance. And our show today is we're going to talk about who will care for you, who will take care of you when you get older, or who will take care of your parents when they get older. And this is sort of a continuation of what we talked about recently, which was a show we did on aging in place. So today we want to go a little bit deeper into what facilities, what organizations are available to help in our community. If you're listening here, obviously there are assisted living facilities, there are nursing homes. Tenny, what's the difference between an assisted living facility and a nursing home? tremendous differences. Assisted living is, as the name implies, a way to help you live in your own unit. And so there may be uh, group meals, there may be some house cleaning, there may be some laundry services that help you out, but you live in a unit that looks like an apartment. It's not a half of a room such as a nursing uh, home would provide. It's the difference between night and day, absolutely. I always tell my family that if, um, if I get older and I need help, put me in one of these facilities. It's like going to a resort. They have activities. Yes, the food is wonderful, usually wine and cheese in the afternoon. It's really a pretty nice place. I might recommend getting a little dementia. This way you won't recognize Ray when he comes in and you can go out. <laughs> All right? You're going out for the night. 
my mother never recognized me. She always recognized Ray. Yeah, that was a, that was a so funny story. She was in a she was in a nursing home facility in North Carolina. We went to visit her. And oh, that's too funny. I walked in the room and she said, "Hi, Ray. How are you?" And she looked at Tenny and she said, "And who are you?" Oh my gosh! And Tenny was so upset. Her own mother. Poor soul. She was there for seven years. Yeah. My goodness. Well, that reminds me of a great quotation that I have to give you from Joan Rivers. She said, "Talk about getting old. I was getting dressed, and a peeping Tom looked in the window, took a look, and pulled down the shade." <laughs> That's what Tenny would probably do to me. <laughs> right? Uh, no. We're in pretty good shape for the shape we're in. Yes, we are. But we have some good assisted living facilities in this area, and I want to mention some of them. And uh, we have Whaler's Cove in sure. New Bedford. It's yep. assisted living. Uh, it's 120 beds. It's a lovely-looking place. And they have affordable rental apartments, and it's a beautifully restored historic building. I mean, it really is pretty. There's Atria in Fairhaven mm-hmm. on Alden Road. We have had clients there and visited clients there, haven't we? Absolutely. Several clients in that facility. They also have an Alzheimer's uh, unit there as well. Yep. There's a Brookdale in Dartmouth Village. Brookdale Dartmouth Village, it's called. That's on Slocum Road in Dartmouth near the John George Farm. They also have an Alzheimer's unit. That, by the way, was originally a Marriott project. Marriott, oh, really? for a while, was into senior housing and senior living. Interesting. And they were the original developers of that. And I actually represented Marriott Corporation. I was practicing law at the time and helped them get their zoning permits to build that structure. That's very interesting. So it's fun sometimes to look around the community and see places that you've had a finger in to help yeah. uh, develop. And then we have Autumn Glen, of course, which is on crossroad in dartmouth and that's also a good facility and i've been there before and i think you probably have also tenny right oh i've had lots of clients there yes and they also have an alzheimer's uh, care unit and the residence at cedar dell on old westport road is a fairly new facility Uh, they have independent living assisted living alzheimer's care and by the way if you are in an assisted living facility if you're able you can still drive your own car and have your car there and go out, or you can do excursions and right. bus trips and all kinds of things like that. Well, there are always so many activities at these places. It's really a fun place to be most of the time. Yes, it can be. And, and I've had perfectly healthy people but who are just getting older who sold their residence, and specifically husband and wife moved in together mm-hmm. because they wanted to have that level of assistance and community meals and things of that nature. In Fall River on Columbia Street, there's Landmark at Fall River. Uh, That's an excellent place also. As far down as Wareham, there's a place called All-American Assisted Living. Oh, I've been there. At Wareham. You've been there, Phil? Sure. Yep. And Very nice. All these places have programs. Some have pools. They have outdoor activities. They have exercise facilities. In Tiverton, there's Brookdale, Saconet Bay. Oh, yeah, that's nice, too. In Buzzards Bay, there's a place called Keystone Place at Buzzards, Way, Buzzards Bay. They also have an Alzheimer's unit. And Atria Woodbriar in Falmouth is another place, and it's, it's a lovely, lovely facility. And these places generally cost 
About half, sometimes a lot less than half, of what a nursing facility would cost. So you're in a nice environment. Maybe you have your cat with you, and you get your meals, you get laundry, and it's less than half than being in a nursing home. It's just, it's a nice, nice environment. I want to mention two others really quickly. There's a place called Blenheim in Middletown, Rhode Island, they also, most of these places have Alzheimer's units as well. So if people are having memory issues, they're going to be in a safe environment. And then in Plymouth is Laurelwood at the Pine Hills. And, and to almost all of these. Um, one program I would like to mention that is available at some of these assisted living facilities, not all, I know for sure that Whaler's Cove has it, is this affordable program that you mentioned a little while ago, Ray. It's, um, it's got this odd name, Group Assisted Foster Care. Um, what? GAFC, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know how it originally got that name, but in any case, it's a way that both Medicaid and Social Security benefits can be increased to provide for your uh, effective rent and your medical care um, if you are a low-income person. So assisted living is not confined solely to those who are rich and can afford it. Um, generally, assisted living costs somewhere between 4000 and 8000 a month, depending upon whether you get full meals or partial meals and uh, where it's located, what kinds of facilities they have. But um, it is a lot less than a nursing home. You know, I want to mention just a little, little more about some of Tenny's background and some of my background, because I hope that one thing that comes across when you're listening to our show is you realize that between Tenny and I and the additional staff of 11 people that we have working in the office, we have a tremendous amount of experience in knowing where places are. We can help you make recommendations. Tenny, you worked on doing some uh, grant and funding activities for some of the projects on County Street. What was the name of the place? It's oh, Grinnell Mansion. The Grinnell Mansion restoration. Sure. Yeah. She was involved in all the financing of that. I did some of the legal work on some of those programs as well. That was done in conjunction with the Interchurch Council. Mm -hmm. And it's, I believe, still the only cooperative housing complex in Greater New Bedford. And what that means is that most of the units don't really have kitchens. They may have a microwave and an under-the-counter refrigerator, but the residents eat together at group tables in the uh, dining room so that um, they really get to know each other. They get to help each other. It's a, it's a lovely environment. It's uh, like living in an old, elegant house. It is, and uh, Tenny has had personal experience in helping with the development and creation of that project. And um, so there's a lot of experience that we have to offer. And if you have questions for yourselves because you're thinking of this as a place to live, or if you have parents that you're trying to find out what's the best solution for your parent who's getting older or having memory issues, make a call to Tenny's office, 508-998-8800. And she can sit down and talk to you about what some of the options are in this area. And as she said, she's been in almost all of them. And I really encourage people to think about um, living situations earlier than later. 
Um, unfortunately, I often see people when it's a crisis and when people are uh, really not able to stay at home any longer and need to go to a nursing facility. Whereas if the children and the parents had talked about it earlier and made arrangements, the parent might have been able to transition maybe into senior housing and then into assisted living and be in much nicer environments than a nursing home. Right. It must be tough, though, to break away from a home that you've had all your life. You know, there's an emotional bond there. But there is, but gee, it's. I love change. So change to me means, oh, you get to look out a different window and see a different scene, and mm -hmm. you get to meet different people and try different foods, all these things. I don't, um, I think that the growing um population is going to be less tied to residences than the yeah. existing population. I was going to mention also that uh, back in her past, uh, after she was Historic Preservation Director, is that the title for New Bedford? Yes. She was the first one. She's also done a lot of development work for the state of Massachusetts. She was an assistant cabinet secretary when Michael Dukakis was governor, and she worked in the office of uh, community... What, Planning and Development was called. Housing and Community Development. Housing and Community oh. Development. I'll get it right. And she was involved in um, reviewing and supervising and making recommendations on about $50 million a year in grant applications that came in from cities and towns. Amazing. So she's done huge amounts of things. She's worked on major big projects up on the North Shore, uh, writing urban development action grants and things of that nature. And then... Just to give a little bit more information about myself, I've done a lot of work with the Masonic Fraternity, and one of the things I had the pleasure of doing is very proud about is being on the board of directors of the Masonic Home in Charlton, Mass., which is a full-rated nursing home, but it's also an assisted living facility, and it also has a continuing care retirement community where you can sell your house and you can actually go and purchase a condo uh, effectively, and then you can sign on for a basket of services that you want, but you have your own full condo. And if you become more incapacitated or somebody passes away, then you can move over to the assisted living section, and then if you get worse and you need to, you can go to the nursing home piece. So they have, I think, a 500-acre campus, if I remember, a really large tract of land. And although they do give first priority to Masons and their family members, that's uh, also open to the public, and they also accept all insurances there. Great, great facility, and uh, I had a lot of pride in being on the board of directors of that for yes. a few years. And um, the other thing that I've done privately is I've been involved in somewhere between probably five, six hundred million dollars worth of development projects, both as an attorney or helping to arrange financing. So the interesting thing is, between Tenny and I, we know an awful lot about development. We know an awful lot about nursing homes, assisted living facilities, and so forth. And sometimes we'll even talk to folks together about options and choices. But when you call one of our offices and meet with one of us, there's a lot of experience there that we can bring to bear in helping your family. Phil, I have to give you a quotation from Agatha Christie. All right. She said, An archaeologist is the best husband any woman can have. The older she gets, the more interested he is in her. <laughs> so 
Give me your tired, your wrinkled, <laughs> yearning to be admired by somebody who doesn't have good vision. There you go. <laughs> but the image of digging at you and brushing you off. No, no, you're taking it. You're taking it too far. You should just let it be what it is. So we do have lots of good facilities on uh, for assisted living facilities. We've got a lot of good nursing homes in the area, and gosh, I'm not sure that. We can even go and read all of these, but there's so many of them that we were doing some research, and it's amazing. Uh, do you remember Our Lady's Haven, Tenny? Um, two of the places that I often recommend to people um, are Our Lady's Haven and... In Fairhaven. Uh, Our Lady's Haven is in Fairhaven and Sacred Heart in New Bedford. They are um, somehow affiliated with the Catholic Church, but it isn't necessary that you're Catholic to go there. What I like about it is that they give incredible care. Even though these buildings are older, in general, you can eat off the floors. They're so clean. And the people are just very kind and very committed to what they do in both of these facilities. I'm going to go through the list just really quickly because we all have stories we can tell. Um, there's Adam's House, which is in Fall River. Alden Court is in uh, Fairhaven and Alden Road, of course, and I have visited clients there just recently, as a matter of fact. In fact, I think you've done a seminar there, haven't you, before? We have, and sometimes they host uh, the Bristol Elders Group and so forth. Um, are you reading nursing home facilities yes. or assisted living? No, this is nursing homes. Okay. And uh, Care One at New Bedford is up in the north end of New Bedford. It's near uh, Truckee's Market. Yes. And I have a friend who's um, a customer there, a visitor there, a guest right now, uh, receiving good care. I visit him a few times a week. Um, Catholic Memorial Nursing Home is in Fall River. In Somerset, there's the Clifton Rehab Nursing Center. Sometimes these places have waiting lists to get into. And so if you are thinking ahead, you do need to check into what's available and get some recommendations on some of these places. Crawford Skilled Nursing Care is also in Fall River. Then there's the Fall River Jewish Home, which is on uh, Robeson Street in Fall River. Uh, Hallmark, I've been to Hallmark before. Absolutely. On uh, Rockdale Avenue in uh, New Bedford. By the way, two other um, really well-rated nursing facilities are that Jewish home in Fall River and the one on Hawthorne Street in New Bedford. Mm -hmm. Terrific care at both of those places. Right. In Hathaway Manor um, Extended Care Facility, it's a nursing home, but they do rehab there. Um, a good friend of mine that I do uh, some business with, uh, his wife is there right now. Uh, she fell and broke a bone, and she's there doing a rehab. Uh, he can't say enough good things about the place. We also have a personal history there. My mother went to Hathaway Manor for a while. Um, she went there as a patient in the nursing home, but it turns out that although she was having some mental issues, she was actually fairly high-functioning. And so after a while, she was reevaluated, and the decision was made to move her. While she was there, uh, she started to pack up her bag every day because she thought she was going home. We'd go there, and she would have her suitcase all packed, and unfortunately, we had to take the suitcase home and we just left her things there and given the kind of person that she was a giving person yeah. she was helping out in the dining room feeding other people yeah, she was she going around helping to... other people <laughs> what a sweetheart she, yeah, was, she was she was a natural caregiver herself yep. and from there uh she went to 
an assisted living facility in Auburn, Massachusetts. I don't remember the name of that place. The Woods at something or other. I can't remember. On a pond. Eddie Pond? Eddie, Eddie Pond at something Woods. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the Woods at Eddie Pond, I think it was. And she continued to decline. And so then she went from there to the Masonic Home in Charlton, Mass, and received absolutely outstanding care there. So... Tenny had history with her own mother, and I had history with my mother, and both in assisted living facilities and nursing homes. So we, we go at this when we talk with clients from a very personal background. And, we um, really can empathize with people because we've been through it. Sure. Um, which is a reason, by the way, that I got into the line of work that I did because when my mother was in a nursing home way back in the 80s, we didn't know how to function with Medicaid, and we ended up losing all of my parents' investments and oh, financial gosh. resources and her house. Oh, wow. Well, I think, Tenny, what I'd like to do right now is take a short break. We're going to come back and tell you a few more stories about some nursing homes and how to be eligible for them, how to pay for them, and ideas on what documents you might need in place if you have a loved one who might need to go to a nursing home. So please stay tuned. We're going to be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's always a pleasure to be with Uncle Phil in the morning. He just did a, a Yahoo stretch up in the yes. air. He's exposing his belly. I'm not sure I want to look at that. <laughs> These sweaters, they shrink. <laughs> You've Ellie noticed that too, get huh? Bigger. No, oh no. <laughs> no, it's an excuse that all men make. <laughs> My sweater has shrunk again. <laughs> Where did Uncle Phil come from? I don't know. We just started that a few weeks ago. I don't know either. <laughs> it seemed to fit. <laughs> Actually, Phil is probably a year or so younger than I am. I'm, I, I have think to tell maybe you. More. <laughs> now wait a minute. <laughs> Let's not go too far here. It's just being complimentary. <laughs> oh dear. David, Henry David Thoreau once said, none are so old as those who have outlived enthusiasm. Ah. You have to have energy and enthusiasm as you get that. older. You have to still sing some Frank Sinatra songs. Nice. You know, beautiful girls walk a little slower <laughs> All right. as you walk yeah, by. I me. love that. That's, That's good, life. Good song. But also why assisted living places are so great because... They really try to get the residents to have enthusiasm. You go do all kinds of fun stuff. Yes, you can. Well, our topic today, and continuing our topic, we're talking about some personal experiences with uh, my mother and Tenny's mother, Attorney Tenny Lance. Um, both spent part of their lives in nursing homes, assisted living facilities. Actually, your mother was in uh, Fairhaven first, wasn't she? She was in the place on um, Main Street and Fair, not Main Street, whatever the Central Street is, Washington or whatever, that was a co-op and has since closed. And the reason she couldn't stay there is because she couldn't get her medication straight. So they came to me one day and said, your mother really has to move out because we know that she's not taking her medications. She's spreading them all out on her bed and getting confused. So that was a, a traumatic thing for me because I thought it was a perfect place for her, uh, similar to the Grinnell Mansion facility. But we had to move her into a nursing home, 
at that point. And the question at that point was, which one do we use? Uh, how do we find a good place? My brother lived in North Carolina with his family, and we found that nursing facilities there were about half the cost of what they are up here. I don't know if that's still the case, but we made a very tough decision to drive her down to stay in North Carolina. And I remember on the way down, she kept saying, where are we going? What's going on? The, yeah. the poor soul. Yeah, and I went through similar experiences with my own mother when we had to move her from, she actually moved three different times. So it's a difficult process. It's it's a tough conversation to have with your parents or your spouse, but it's a necessary one. And as we said earlier, we've been there and we've done that, and we can certainly help you with it. And I think, Ray, what you just said is a very important point. You need to talk about it. You need to plan ahead. You need to engage your mother and father in thinking about what might happen, where they'd rather be, how they'd rather be situated, how you can help them do that. And by the way, just because you've misplaced your keys or you've forgotten something or you can't remember somebody's name doesn't mean that you're coming down with Alzheimer's. We all have too much on our plate today and too many things to remember. So, Plus, for twenty four ninety five, I can sell you a little device that you can just go to your phone and find with your keys. Well, Tenny has an easier solution. She just has a glass of wine. She doesn't care. <laughs> that is the wisdom wine of Tenny. Is the delight of God. That is, is that great. One? The nectar of the gods. Nectar. But George Burns once said, by the time you're 80 years old, you've learned everything. You only have to remember it. <laughs> and ain't that the truth? Or as Georgie e. Bush once said, the younger, in order to be old and wise, one must once be young and stupid. <laughs> Actually, this is not a quote. This is, not a, this is an anonymous quote. This is not from George Bush. But he did say once, when I was young and foolish, I was young and foolish. I was going to say, <laughs> we won't that? comment on that. <laughs> no, that's one of the best things he ever said. Um, I like George Bush, the younger, much better now that he's no longer the president than I did when he was the president. Right, he's, he's funny and he's frank. Yeah, but he did an okay job. He, he did an okay job. Um, anyway, let's continue. Uh, very quickly, we're talking about some nursing homes in our area. The Island Terrace Nursing Home in Lakeville is a beautiful facility. Gorgeous. Just yes, it is. wonderful. Have oh. And they have their now. own garden that they grow up mm -hmm. their herbs in. And wonder, look. wonder and they, what kind of herbs they're growing these days. <laughs> <laughs> they do a lot of interesting things out there. They have auto antique auto shows. It's amazing. They, they Concerts. Just, yep. And the bald eagles. They yes, are just on the ponds. Gorgeous. Yes. I'm going to go through the rest of this list very quickly. There's the uh, in Fall River. We have the Kimwell Nursing and Rehabilitation Facility, excellent nursing home. In Wareham, there's Kindred Transitional Care and Rehabilitation, also called Forest View. In Rainham, we have the Life Care Center of Rainham. Taunton is Longmeadow of Taunton. Marion Manor of Taunton is another good place. Namaskit Healthcare Center in Middleborough. New Bedford Jewish Convalescent Home in New Bedford. Just very good place. excellent yes. facilities. Yes. Um, I don't want to leave anybody out, especially in our greater listening area, but in New Bedford, we also have the Oaks, mm -hmm. and uh, they're up on a Cushion Avenue, Our Lady's Haven in Fairhaven. Is this, do you have, have you visited people there before, Jenny? Oh, yes. Yep. 
in uh, New Bedford, also in Tabor Street, is the Royal Tabor Street Nursing and Rehab Center. Sacred Heart Nursing Center, you were t- nursing home. You were talking about them before. They're on uh, Summer Street in New Bedford. Yes. Um, in Fall River, um, well-known as the Sarah Brayton Nursing Care Center. Many, many facilities. Also in New Bedford is the Savoy Nursing and Rehab Center. Marion has the Cipricane Healthcare Center. A good quality place. Excellent yes. place, yep. Fall River, South Point Rehab Center. So there are many, many facilities. And, you know, it can be a little confusing, I suspect, for people to understand what some of these places are. They will all be happy to give you a tour, explain what their charges are, and then how do we pay for it, Jenny? Well, there are only two ways to pay for a nursing home. You are either a private pay patient or you're a Medicaid patient. And uh, eventually, most everyone gets to be a Medicaid patient because the nursing facilities are very expensive. They can be anywhere between fifteen and twenty thousand dollars a month, upwards of four hundred and fifty to five hundred dollars a day. Incredibly expensive. Yeah, it can be twelve to fifteen thousand dollars per month. More. So the Medicaid program is a program for poor people. If you're not poor, you have to get poor, and you will become poor by spending on your assets. And that's why it's so critically important to make an appointment to go see attorney Tenny Lance and Michael Coleman and get advice on how can you protect your assets, how can you legally spend down, what are some of the things that you could spend money on to spend down excess assets. You can keep what? The at-home spouse gets to keep $122,000, and if it's a married couple and one has to go into a nursing home? So yes, how, how can you spend them, down? they can keep 122000 Spending down is, um, it depends on when you do it and how you do it, of course. Um, you can always spend money on the house. So um, you can do new windows, new boilers, all those sorts of things, and not get a penalty for doing that. However, of course, the money has to be spent before you're eligible. So most people who are elderly are thrifty. And therefore, they've put off doing all these things. Then a nursing home comes along, and it's almost too late to make the improvements. You can spend your money on funeral plans. All of us are going to need that at some point. So why not spend some money up front and relieve your family of the emotional concern of planning it at the last minute? And by the way, there's a couple ways you can do that. You can visit us at USA Wealth Group. Uh, Call us at 508-998-8858. We can show you how to put money into funeral and burial insurance policies, which will qualify for a legal spend-down. So you don't necessarily have to go out and just give the money to a funeral home. That's one option you've got. But you can also put the money into an insurance policy, uh, say for $10,000. And you can also do policies of that nature that you can pay on a monthly basis or a quarterly or an annual basis and pay for those kinds of things. One thing I want to emphasize, though, on spending down, what you cannot do is gift anything to anybody other than your husband or wife. Spouses can transfer resources between themselves, but you can't give a dime to a child without having a penalty imposed. And so People wait, and they wait too long, and it's within the time frame of five years. And at that point, they're precluded from doing any gifting if they want to get on Medicaid. 
Now, the, the important message is get some proper documents in place, and that might include a trust and a will, and also durable powers of attorney, right? And, and health care documents for sure. And do your planning early. Don't wait. So if you plan far enough in advance, and right now that's about five years, you can protect virtually everything. But you have to plan ahead of time. You have to consult with somebody like Attorney Tenny Lance. Don't listen to your next-door neighbor. Tenny, how many times do you have people come in and say, well, I heard this, and my neighbor told me that. Um, it's always going to be wrong information. Often. <laughs> and and people just don't fully understand how tough the Medicaid program can be. I had people in the other um, day. They were a couple, and each of them had large IRAs. And the lady said, well, I'm sure they can't touch my IRA. I said, no, that's a, that's a false impression. If your husband should go into a nursing facility, that IRA is vulnerable as much as any other resource. So don't listen to your neighbors. Um, I'm fairly expert in tax matters and IRAs, and I can help you answer those questions as well. But uh, get some advice from... Uh, Tenny and uh, make an appointment 508-998-8800 because as we get older three things are going to happen to all of us the first is your memory goes yeah and I can't remember the other two <laughs> so seriously you know we've had something recently uh, happen in this country we had a new uh, 2018 tax and jobs act passed and become law. A lot of it becomes effective in the year 2018. Some portions become effective in 2019. And there are just so many tax things that are out there that will impact you. And how are we going to pay for this tax act? Well, there's discussion that it's going to add one and a half trillion dollars to the federal deficit. So there are measures already being considered in Congress to figure out how they're going to impact social programs and cut benefits to people in order to help pay for the tax act and the tax cuts. One of the things that has been discussed is not having people qualify for Medicaid as easily as they've been able to qualify in the past. So everybody knows that there's a five-year look-back period, Tenny. And it used to be, what, 24 months Oh, yes. It, it grew over the years. When my mom went into the nursing facility, it was, I believe, 30 months. Then it went to 36. Yep. And then in 2006, it went to five. That was a real blow. Five years, yeah. So one of the things that Congress can do fairly quickly to raise revenue and reduce expenses is to simply change the look-back period. It went from 24 months to 30 months to 36 months to 60 months, five years, which is what it is right now. It wouldn't be really hard to simply say it's now going to be a 10-year look-back period. And so the earlier you can plan and start to protect yourself, the better. Uh, it has happened in the past. There's a whole history of it. It can happen again. So, Tenny, we talked about how people pay for nursing home care. And we talked about the importance of having documents in place because it may not be you making those decisions. It may be your spouse or child making those decisions. You've got to have documents. Right. And what you don't want to have happen is to have that wife or child have to go into a probate court 
to have someone appointed as a guardian or conservator for you because you don't have those documents in place. And that probate process is not fun, and it's time-consuming, and it's difficult, um, and it's costly. So get those documents in place ahead of time. What about veterans? Are there veterans' benefits available for people uh, who have served in the military and go into the uh, nursing home? Uh, Yes, although the veterans program that um, is most often used is something called aid and attendance. And the reason I hesitated at the beginning of talking about that is that that's used primarily for aid at home. Um, Once you're in the nursing home, the aid and attendance program is uh, not so useful for you. In fact, it can be like a savings program for your kids, but it's too long to explain that. And we don't really have any nursing homes for veterans in this immediate area, do we? No, as far as I know, there are only two in the state, one's in Chelsea and one's in Holyoke. Um, In order to get a lot of veterans' assistance, you have to be uh, disabled, and the percentage of disablement will determine whether or not um, you would be eligible for certain programs. In addition, though, like Medicaid, you generally have to be poor to get VA assistance. Um, However, the VA program at the moment does not have an asset um, um, transfer penalty like the Medicaid program Mm. does. So you might be able to give away assets and even toward the last minute and be eligible for the Veterans Assistance Program. Very complicated. It is complicated, and I didn't mean to drag you into that. Um, There aren't a lot of benefits available for veterans for nursing home cost. No. And so you're probably going to be looking primarily at the Medicaid program. And Medicaid eligibility is complicated, and the best way to plan is to have at least five years ahead of time. So if it's important to protect your home, for example, and I've had many people say to me, I want to make sure that my house goes to my kids. Worked all of our life to keep this house, uh, paid off the mortgage. I don't want to give it up to a nursing home. You have to plan ahead of time. Um, Make an appointment to see uh, Attorney Tenny Lance and appreciate your expertise, Tenny. Well, and you say give it up to the nursing home. I really actually feel badly for nursing homes because they get a bad rap. Yes. Um, It's not the nursing home that is going to come in and take back your money. It's the Medicaid program. If there's a lien on your house for monies that the state has provided to pay for your care in a nursing home, it's the state that's going to recover that money. Mm -hmm. There's a whole group of people in Worcester, Mass., that are called the Estate Recovery Unit. And what they do is they watch for probates and... Uh, It's a law that you have to file if you go through probate with this unit, and they come in and say, oops, you thought you were getting that house, but lo and behold, you owe $206,000 back to the state. That would be a shocker. So plan plan ahead of time and get some advice and and make an appointment to see uh, Tenny. Tenny, there have been some nursing homes recently that have closed in Massachusetts, right? There was a story in the Globe in just December of 2017, I think, that... A whole series of nursing homes have closed. Six six mass nursing homes are going to close, displacing hundreds of people. 
Yes, as I said, the nursing homes have uh, a tough situation. It's costing more and more to do medical services these days, so their costs are rising rapidly. It's difficult to find people who want to work for low wages in order to give proper care. Um, it's just a, a tough business to be in. The places that we're closing are in uh, Dedham, Needham, Canton, South Boston, Lowell, and um, Springfield or Western Springfield. And many of these were uh, kindred uh, nursing homes. There is a kindred, as you mentioned, in Wareham, which is not closing. However, it's part of the kindred network, and so hopefully it won't, but yeah. we don't know. I have at least one client right now who's uh, working and for a kindred facility. So... Um, but that's going to reduce 851 beds, for example. So there's lots of good information that we can give to you. We can't give it to you all over the telephone. And um, I have to give you a quotation from somebody named High Gardner. You know you're getting old when everything hurts, and what doesn't hurt doesn't work. <laughs> Does that sound familiar, Tenny? Uh, and my favorite quotation, especially for Tenny today, because Tenny is a wine connoisseur. Oh, no, I'm not a wine connoisseur. I'll drink anything. Well, that's what I meant. A con definition of a that's connoisseur is... I thought a connoisseur I, I, was I like a it all. knowledgeable... Uh, no, a connoisseur is somebody who says, I like it all. <laughs> so Tenny's quotation for today is, I'm not aging... I'm marinating. Ah. <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> we should we should put that one up somewhere in the house for you. <laughs> you have um, marinated food at night? I have a marinated wife at night. <laughs> no, she doesn't sound terrible. I know, I, I apologize. Listen, public disclosure, she doesn't overindulge. She just believes that it's necessary for your circulation to have at least one glass of wine. One glass of wine in the evening is just lovely. That's right. So what else can we do as a takeaway? The bottom line is if you don't plan, if you don't qualify for Medicaid because you have too many assets, what do you have to do with those assets? You have to spend them Rearrange them, them or spend them on things that are helpful and useful to you. Um, find out how to be involved with something called an immediate annuity, perhaps. Mm -hmm. What we do when we meet with Medicaid-concerned um, people are uh, to go through the range of regulations that we know in our head and see if any of them apply to that particular uh, situation. For example, there's a caregiver child exemption that I think about all the time. If you have a child living in your home and they've been there for two years, and they've kept you out of a nursing home, you can give the house to that child without a Medicaid penalty. But you have to know that loophole. Uh, there's a lot of things that you can do. You can, you can spend money on your house, right? If so, let's say you needed to replace windows or a roof or a heating system. You can spend money from your bank account and help fix up your house, right? Absolutely, but you have to do it prior to your need for Medicaid because you're not eligible until you're down to that $122,000. All right, let's say you have a couple and the, and the wife has to go to a nursing home and the husband's at home and he has an older car. Can he go out and buy a brand new car and spend some money then? He can. They have not been really fussy. I had a client, as you know, <laughs> who went out and bought a BMW, and I thought, oh, my good God, they're going to disqualify. But it was a lower-model BMW, wasn't it? Was, I think it wasn't a really big one. one. Well. 
But All his life, he wanted a BMW, and his wife wouldn't let him have it. Oh. And she goes to the nursing home, and he can spend money down by a BMW. <laughs> Well, I had another client whose mother was in the nursing home, and she bought all these electronic equipment things, computers and Bose radios and all those things. And actually, Medicaid didn't question that, even though they could well have gone to the the household instead of to the mother. Right, right. So bottom line is if you have too many assets when you go into the nursing home, you're going to be a private pay patient until you spend your assets down. And that's going to go really quickly. And most people want to protect money. Right. So, Tenny, you've got a lot of experience. We've been talking mostly with Attorney Tenny Lance. And um, Medicaid is complicated. Preparing for a nursing home is complicated. You have to do legal documents ahead of time while you're still mentally competent to do them. If you've got somebody with dementia, it's too late for them to do legal documents. You have to do them ahead of time. And you have to plan your assets ahead of time, too, don't you? Yes. So do you plan to be in a nursing home yourself someday, Tenny? I don't plan to be. If I had to be, I would want to go to assisted living first, uh, particularly if it were just a memory issue and not a physical medical problem. Right, Mm -hmm. right. Well, you have a a voice of reason and a voice of knowledge here today, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Tenny has a 100% track record of getting people qualified on Medicaid assistance. Which is why you should buy her a nice bottle of wine. <laughs> I should prepay her nursing home bill. No. We don't, either of us ever really, nobody really wants to go to a nursing home. But let's do things that we can help protect your family and protect your money. Give us a call at 508-998-8858, a USA Wealth Group. Give Tenny a call, Attorney Tenny Lance, at 508-998-8800. Let me repeat that, 508-998-8800. Tenny, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. And do something to protect your family and your money. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.